0: From South Bend, Indiana, I'm Jacob Titus. Welcome to episode 21 of This Day in South Bend. Today is May 1st, 2020. Yesterday, we touched on the fact that in the late 1800s and early 1900s, there were two main newspapers in South Bend, the South Bend Tribune and the South Bend News Times. And due to the fact that they aligned with different political parties, they didn't often get along, and you can find them taking shots at each other often. This front-page bickering would reach a peak during election season. And though right now our election isn't for another month because of the pandemic— In a normal year, election day would be this coming week. And so today we turn to May 1st, 1882, for the best example that I've found so far of this somewhat petty relationship between the two papers. Raising a false cry. It is not in very good grace for the Times to talk about the Tribune plundering the city. When the Republicans had control of the city, no favoritism was shown. When there was any work to be done for the city, it was let to the lowest bidder regardless of his politics. For instance, in the matter of city printing, all offices in the city were invited to bid, and the work went to the lowest bidder. As soon as the Lister gang got into power, no bids were asked, but the work was given to the Democratic paper at whatever price it chose to charge. No wonder our taxes are increased when city business is done in this extravagant manner. Every cent paid the Times for city printing is done, too, in violation of the law, as is nearly everything else done by the Lister gang. There is an ordinance which declares that no member of the Common Council shall be a partner to any contracts, or in any work done for the city to which there is a remuneration attached. Boss Lister is a member of the Council, and he is also a stockholder in the Times and every time he votes for the payment of any bill presented by the Times, he is voting to put city money into his own pocket. No wonder the Times is trying to shield Boss Lister and itself by howling about interest on city bonds being the cause of higher taxes. That is not what the money raised by higher taxes is for. It is to line Boss Lister's pocket. Vote early tomorrow and vote for allward and lower taxes. The Tribune respects every man's religion, be he Protestant Catholic, or whatnot, and drags no candidate's religion into politics. The Times lies when it insinuates that the Tribune has spoken of any man's religion in this or any other canvas. Lynch, the colored contestant from the Shoestring District of Mississippi, was on Saturday voted into a place of Congress usurped by Chalmers of Fort Pillow Massacre fame. Justice was long delayed, but it is better late than not at all. It has leaked out, as the Tribune predicted, that Boss Sorden wanted to be the candidate for mayor, but his ring was hardly powerful enough to control the nomination for himself. It was powerful enough, though, to keep two other prominent candidates who refused to be fleas between Boss Sorden's thumbnails from securing it. The Times editor has not lived here very long, and will, in time, find that Boss Lister has a short memory when he wants to have it. It's a statement that Judge Allward sought the Democratic nomination for mayor in 1876 was made without the least regard for veracity. Judge Allward worked hard then for the nomination of his brother-in-law, A. N. Thomas, for mayor, and for his election over John Haggerty, the Democratic nominee for mayor, and helped to secure his election. The Times writes as ignorantly of city finances as a 10-year-old schoolboy, In the first place, no $65,000 of 10% bonds were sold at a discount. In the second place, when our bonds were issued, the rate of interest was high, and our bonds were issued with rate of interest current at the time. In the third place, the Lister Ring sold their bonds at the current rate of interest, just as the Republicans did. It is the current rate of interest which controls these things. The government was paying $7.80 when the Republicans sold bonds at 10% interest the government was paying but 3% when the Lister Ring sold bonds at 5%. As compared with the government rate, the Republicans really did better than the Lister Ring, which the Times champions. It is completely understandable if some of that was gibberish. This is the culmination of a back and forth between these papers that I've been seeing in 1882 for a couple weeks, particularly this last part about the bonds. If you were reading the paper every day at the time, you would have known what they were talking about with these different different payments and interest rates. And you'll also notice the peak of pettiness here, that the Tribune refuses to recognize the Democrats in political terms and instead opts for mob terms, calling the mayor the boss and his... Supporters, a ring. Until Monday, thank you for listening.